And good evening to you, sir. Dude, what's up? Not much. You ready to record this thing? Sure. Why wouldn't I be? Well, I thought maybe you'd be a bit rusty, you know, out of practice. Why would I be out of practice? We, we do this every other week. We did do this every other week. It's been, you know, quite a while. What, what are you talking about? Fred, what's wrong with you, man? We haven't done a show in months. Months? That, that can't be right. We recorded last week, didn't we? Nah, dude. Are you okay? John, who's running for president right now? Well, it's it's Clinton. Who who's wait no? Who's the most popular punk band? Uh, Blink One Eighty Two, of course. What is the most popular video game right now? I mean, that's a strange question. For Just answer me, dude. It's super important. I mean, Pokemon, of course. John, do you know what this means? What does it mean? I'm back. Back from where? The future. It's Friday, July 15th. And you're listening to Fantastic Neighborhood. Episode 128888, the Ocho. The John, Ocho. I, I mixed it up a little bit because it's a special occasion. You threw a curveball my way. I forgot. Do, is that how we usually do this? I don't know, man. It's I don't know. It's been, what, five years? Five years. Something like that. Something yeah, along absolutely. those lines. How you been, John Anderson? God damn it, Fred Earhart. I am fantastic. Those are our intros. That, that's who we are. That, that is who we are. How's uh, how is Seattle treating you? I've I've not seen you in person now for quite. You've got some new tattoos. You've got well, lines in a, your head. I have a tattoo. I have um, uh, speed steps. speed enhancing lines. Yeah, carved vanilla, in your head. vanilla ice lines in my head. Um, <laughs> I wear tank tops now. You do wear tank tops. That, hey, that's got, a thing, huh? I got the body to support it. You know, <laughs> doughy and Woo. white. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm John Anderson, and I like seltzer water. <laughs> oh, man, you caught me off guard. I'm Fred Earhart, and I like basement waterproofing. Nice. Um, we don't have to talk about those things. I just... No, and let's not. Yeah. <laughs> because you might find that I really don't like basement waterproofing after a while. I really do like seltzer, though. Uh, really... seltzer's, seltzer's my jam. I bought, so I bought the Soda Stream just for that reason. Dude, I had them... Uh, I had Amazon Prime Now drop off... Uh, Six cases of LaCroix. LaCroix? Uh, <laughs> see, they want you to call it LaCroix, but like a brand does not tell me how to speak French. French that's, people. That's, uh, tell me that's how entirely to true, which is why Tumblr is, uh, I, don't, I don't agree with their vowel free spelling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, there was a while where I was just like registering vowel uh, like bloggy sounding things. Like I oh, own, yeah. own Plickler.com. <laughs> Plickler. <laughs> PLKR. I think PLK Michael R and KR. <laughs> yeah, that's just, that's real good. Uh, so Fred, I, I missed the shit out of you, and that's why we're why we're back. Yes, I was listless and lost in a forest of my own despair, and you are the light at the end of this tunnel. Oh yeah, I mean, I was really missing podcasting. Dim, so dim light. <laughs> so because I texted you last week about bringing this show back, I also start. I have a new show uh, that'll be. Uh, just keep keep the keep your uh, ears to the ground. That's it's, it's with two video game journalists, but it has nothing to do with video games. I'm excited! I'm excited. <laughs> uh, it's the podcast everybody's been waiting for. Uh, it's the dumbest idea I've had uh, ever. Is it probably. dumber than the ideas that I've had? 
no in episodes that we've actually made that's no 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 not okay. quite not quite um but uh but yeah i think we're gonna do something a little differently folks well f- first of all thanks for joining us but but yeah it's we're nice to have this, you back yeah you're you're part of the hood um i think the world needed us look fred like when we last recorded in october well i guess we did the christmas special when we really last reco- recorded in october i mean everything was going great the right? world, I the, mean, world was perfect, and the world is in fucking turmoil now. It's uh, absolutely turned upside down, and I credit that at least ninety-seven percent to us going off the air. Yeah, so the world needs us to talk about, we'll say, ostensibly video games. Yes, um, maybe. Yeah, it's seltzer, seltzer water. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna do things a little differently. Um, we're not gonna necessarily have like a set schedule for for episodes to come out. Um, we're probably going to be way shorter. Um, we probably aren't going to do Game Club uh, anytime soon. Uh, although I think you and I probably need to do Firewatch at some point. Oh, I've already beat that, dude. Yeah, so did I. I did a Game Club at work. Uh, I needed to fill this. <laughs> I need to fill my heart uh, so much that uh, there there are a bunch of us designers and developers who get together uh, once a month to talk about games. And then they wanted to do her story, which I we had already done. Yeah, that's um, true. But but that was fun to talk like because those guys like it was fun to get interesting uh, it's fun to get new perspectives. Did they like escape the room in the game? Like did they try to figure everything out? Well, I I wasn't the only one, so I didn't go replay it. I watched all the videos in order, hmm. and that that made me realize, man, this acting is not great. <laughs> uh, but then a bunch of, you know I read a bunch of stuff and like I am um very much in the it is one person camp. Um, Spoiler warning, go play her story, you jerk. Uh, but yeah, I, but one person, regardless of whether she really has multiple personalities or it's just the worst ruse in the history of of, of, uh, of video games. You know, John, it's it's not about the ending. It's about the journey there. That is so true. Um, so true. So anyway, uh, speaking of the journey and the ending, the one of the reasons I wanted us to get back together is there's there's something I want to talk about. This is a, this is going to be a hot button issue. So, do you remember a little game from last generation that we game clubbed? Uh, that's it's one of my favorite games of last generation, and since last generation was the best generation of video games, it's like um, the greatest generation, if you will. It's the um, World War Two of video games. Yes, it's when everything it's when all the good stuff came out of all the everything came everything came together real well. If you're a white person. Um, <laughs> That's not this game. Anyway, uh, but Mirror's Edge. I loved Mirror's Edge. Uh, I think, you know, it's yeah. the game is not without its uh, critics, for sure. There are certain... I can understand a lot of the criticisms around it, but, like, something about the movement, um, the aesthetic, the music. I love the music in, in that game. Sort um, of the unprecedented nature of that game when it came out, too, right? Yeah, like, they... It, you know, people complain about the gunplay, but like the gunplay should be bad, uh, in my opinion. But like that, hey, that's just me. Um, like the, you know, the preferable way to play through that is to not kill, not use any guns. Um, so, so it finally got a. Uh, and the story's fine. The story's totally passable. But like the game finally got a. I don't want to say sequel, and I don't want to see pre- say prequel. An iteration. But- it finally got another entry of that IP series. <laughs> the we brand need to stop. expanded. Seriously, brand extension. Like, we got to stop saying IP. It's so, like, 
it's so corporate. I hate when marketing terms get uh, get added to like the regular lexicon. Like when when normal people say things like brand identity. It yeah, can we make synergy? Can we just yeah. say series, please? Also, everybody knows what a UX designer is now. Like, I feel like six or seven six or seven years ago when I started my career, like I had to just constantly explain to people what that shit meant. Oh yeah, everyone knows, and everyone's already tired of them. And they already everybody is one. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I did a wireframe once. Yeah. <laughs> Check out this thing I do on a napkin. Yeah. Hey. Let's scrum. <laughs> <laughs> but, John, so you, 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 I didn't play it, and I'll, I'll get into that in a moment, but you, you played this, I assume, right when it came out. Uh, the first Mirror's Edge? No, the, the, the new one. New mirror, new mirror. Yeah, yeah. I've been playing it since it came out. Um, I, I finished it a couple, couple days ago. Um, I am, uh, I am now playing most games on my monster computer. Okay. Because that's, that's good. Because you're the, a Microsoft lackey. I am the PC master race. Yes, this. Well, it's so good. <sighs> that haircut, you'd have to be right. You're com- you you do computer mostly now, right? With your PC master race haircut. Um, for for a lot of stuff. What, um, what video card do you have now? I have a GTX nine seventy. Nine seventy. Yeah. yeah. I had, you know, it was funny too. I was actually, I probably wouldn't have upgraded my computer. I probably would have waited a little longer and thrown the whole thing out and got a new one. Um, but my old video card went and I had to replace it. Mm-hmm. So now I'm sort of, um, I'm stuck in this weird spot where uh, my video card's great. Um, you know, I've got a ton of RAM, but I still can't support VR because I have like a last generation uh, iCore 7. Oh, you have an i7? Yeah, Which, but it's it's like Gen One or Gen Two. See, here's the thing: is like uh, I've I've heard on so you, well, you might not meet that Oculus mini, minimum spec. I could probably push it. You could run. You could probably run everything. Like uh, th- that's what I've heard. Yeah, um, but like yeah, so my computer is like excels in some places and is just incredibly middling in others. I'm telling so. you, try you know, plug one in and 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 see what you get because you'll yeah. it'll pop the warning. Oculus will pop the warning, say hey, it doesn't meet our specs, and you'll be like, okay, well, I'll run this stuff on medium or high settings anyway, uh, and you'll be you'll be totally fine. Yeah. Uh, as a as a VR person <laughs> who bought a headset and just sits in a box, uh, trust me. Are you uh, are you are you an Oculus person or are you holding out for the Hololens or so? Oh wait, hold on. Am I holding out for the what now? Yeah. Are you are you a Hololens guy? Uh, okay, this isn't sized to my head you, right now. Yeah, and you'll also look like sci-fi Brett the Hitman Hart. Dude, uh, <laughs> man, there are only a couple thousand of these in the world, though. Yeah, we got one in the office. Uh, I haven't played with it too much. Oh, yeah. you you really look like. Brett the Brett the Max Headroom Heart right now. If Brett the Hitman Heart did a uh, uh, a guest appearance on Star Trek: The Next Generation, yeah. this is what he looked like. Yeah, there um, you go. So I actually have shared custody of a, an Oculus Rift. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a weird thing happened. Like we, me and my buddy, both got ours very early, and we saw the market on eBay, uh, and so we flipped one of them and now split the other one. Yeah, well, that's probably the way to go. So. Uh, we're digressing, <laughs> yeah, as yeah. as we tend to do. Um, but yeah, Mirror's Edge Catalyst uh, is a reboot of a series that has one entry. Yes, yes. Much in the much in the favor of Hollywood and and other uh, genres before that. Like, let's reboot an entry that literally did not need another version. It basically like Mirror's Edge is like James Bond. You know, there's an. It, we just need to keep the concept of running and the character of Faith, who's like half Asian. Right. So that's tattoo. That's eye tattoo. She's got an eye tattoo, and that's uh, that's what we got here. 
Um, so, oh man, it, does it sound like I'm a little sour on this game? It does, uh, in fact, sound you're. So you were super hype about this. Yeah, and that's the thing is like it's just it's this completely. It's it's the thing is like it's not like I dislike the game, right? It's just that I'm disappointed. You know, it's a solid seven out of ten, clearly. Um, <laughs> so is this is it a matter of of uh, expectations being too high or realities being too low? Uh, I think it's like a little of column A and column B. I think like I think part of what I really love about the first Mirror's Edge is it's such a focused uh, experience. It 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 feels like something that was designed with intent. Um, and the, the, the designer is, you know, that carried out that intent and like they executed like without, without apology really. It was a passion project. Yeah. And so that's what the, like a lot of the interviews about this one were saying is that it was, uh, oh, this is Dice's passion project. You know, everybody just expects battlefields out of them and, you know, another battlefront and, and all this stuff. And, uh, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like something that was designed by a committee that, you know, went to, uh, well, we have to take this to the PMs and the PMs will take it to the account team and the account team will take it to the client and we'll see if, you know, we can hash out a, an agreement here or something. Uh, it's like, it's, it's an open world game. So, right. You're losing some of that focus or some of that. Oh you, yeah. Right. Part of the thing about open world games is often it's like, oh my God, I got to save the world. I got to save the world, but I could go collect, collect these orbs. Yeah. Um, there's an arcade machine that's been vexing me for years now. Yeah, uh, man, my mentor and father figure was kidnapped and possibly is killed. But yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll do this delivery run for you. I, you know, and I think it's that's a that's a huge problem with open world games, and I think very few uh, open world games have kind of overcome that. Right. Um, and so that's that's you know what what somebody smarter than me would probably call ludonarrative dissonance or something like that. I don't fucking know. I believe someone smarter than you did call it that. Tom Bissell. It was Tom Bissell, right? I think so. Yeah, yes. that was a good book. It's a shame Gears of War Judgment was not, like, amazing, right? The game uh, he wrote? Yeah, but I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I should go back. It's like, everybody's like, oh, man, I really want to play as Baird. Remember all those people that yeah. said that? It was basically me. I'm the only person that likes Baird. <laughs> I liked Baird, dude. You know the 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 uh, segue again. Uh, the only uh, the only real challenge with that game and and writing for a game like that is like you know he's he's not coming up with his own story. He's coming in to fill in the yeah. blanks of a prequel, right? You can only do so much. I should go back and finish that. I think it's it's probably I liked the sort of like oh I'm telling this story. It, it twinkles in a little bit of unreliable narrator, which you know I love that mechanism. But I guess the uh, the thing about that was that it just uses it to make the game either easier or more difficult. Sure, you know, um, which is totally fine. But anyway, digressing again. So like I said, Mirror's Edge is about as focused as this conversation. <laughs> Uh, it's a little, a little all over the place with its open worldness, and then it just kind of starts layering in mechanics, um, for their own sake. Like it's like um, there's a skill tree, and you get XP, and then you unlock things on a skill tree. Totally fine, in a way. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the execution. Right? So, but here's the thing. So, I guess like when they ran the beta, there was a lot of negative feedback around the skill tree. So. I guess given where they were in development, instead of doing anything dr drastic, what they did was just pre-fill a lot of the skill tree. Um, oh, so you start with perks? Yeah, you start with perks, and then none of the skills are particularly good. 
Like, none of the things you're unlocking, like, make the game... As soon as you have, like, the double wall jump, uh, you're basically like, okay, I'm I'm good to go here. Yeah, uh, right. I don't need a 10% ten per- ten bonus to my focus shield. Um, and then the other thing is, like, it's it's really trying to sell this thing, like, this idea of, like, kinetic combat. Like, you're supposed to be able to, like, keep moving and, like, execute these cool moves or whatever. And just that part never felt like it was flowing like the, i feel like the whole point of like a parkourish game like this or like assassin's creed uh is to feel like you're stringing moves together and sure. like you're that you're doing all this cool stuff and as soon as there are some you know guards in front of you um it just kind of like goes yeah. to shit i felt like um even with the first mirror's edge i felt a little bit of that like when when you had like one guy in front of you it was pretty easy to like run slide under disarm keep running or something like that right? yeah when yeah you got into a group of people it's sort of like as soon as anything disrupted your flow or you just mistimed a button press which was fairly easy to do in that it just turned into streets of rage yeah and i think that's one of the things here is it's it's not i don't think it improves upon the original and then um i don't think they've like you should learn it, the game, the, oh, the last game came out eight years ago or something like that, right? Yeah, it's been a while. It was early generation. Like, uh, fucking Batman has come out. Like, yeah. Lo- I was about, lo- well, I was about to say, those Batman games, like, that had m- what I thought was more fluidity in the combat, or like Shadows yeah. of Mordor. Yeah, I mean, every- Assassin's, Assassin's Creed, even, like, right. granted, these are all third person games. Um, but there's a way to do a flowy combat thing that would fit in well with the parkourness of this game. Parkourness is the name of my something cover band. <laughs> um, dude, for what it's worth, Doom, the new Doom, that had even some some concessions to make it more of a, a fluid, uh, close combat system. But that's the thing. Like, there, there's the other game I'm kind of playing right now is the new right. Doom, which... Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh and- I don't know what it came has, over me with that game, man. It has it is so much better than it has any right being. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. Let's, like, let's let's talk about Mirror's Edge, and we're gonna get into Doom because that's the thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, um, it's just I think it's a perfect segue because you could you could I don't want to say you could draw comparisons to the series because they're not they couldn't be more divergent, but you can see where the designers of Doom like played more than their own games right um and then just was like oh fast combat sort of coming back all right i think i think we can kind of hit i think let us take it from here guys Dude, everything about everything about that game like just screamed like no this is the way we want this game to be there, yeah. there there's I, there's no way there's any concessions in that game yeah um and that's the thing just, it, you know i just uh, finish on mirror's edge is it, that it just feels like it feels like a compromise and this you know i, I don't know if it's easier to see because i i end up you know i'm a designer who ends up compromising a lot because that's what we do uh plus your personality yeah plus my personality plus i'm so soft uh but you could just see that everywhere and that said i just want to say this game is still i think the core eight hour story the mission is fine the story is eh but it's freaking gorgeous uh the cutscenes are just like jaw dropping and there are a couple of like voice acting performances like there's a guy who plays uh i don't want to say he's a bad guy but he's a not a good guy this guy dogan um, he's like supposed to be this, he's a very level-headed, very cool, um, criminal. 
and then when he like flips his shit <laughs> exactly almost exactly like and then he flips his shit and you're like oh my gosh okay all right that is uh yeah that just happened that was crazy right guys and and he he delivers a super good performance um it's a it's a, just a real bummer because I was I was super excited for this. So let me ask you this because this is going to be my real barometer for if it's uh, if it's worth it or not. It's on Amazon Prime Day right now, on on well it, you know three days ago because this is releasing on a Friday um, for thirty for PC version. Uh, no, for uh, console version. I mean, I would I would play it or you wait for it to be on EA Access and pay for a month of EA Access or something. Okay. I mean, I'm still glad I. I bought it for forty five dollars on release day or something. Um, that was a big big hustler discount over there. Well, no, I don't. I don't know. I think I used one of the shady key resellers or something. I don't know. Because gotcha. um, I, I played it on PC. I I'm glad I played it, but I'm just I'm disappointed with it. Um, I think it's it's worth looking at for sure. So Doom. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking Doom, dude. Hey, uh, let's talk about fucking Doom. Oh, my God. Dude, okay, so I... If you had told me a year ago there's a new Doom game coming out, are you going to buy it? I would have been like, fuck no. That, that, that game has had its time. But since Wolfenstein, and and something about the release of this game made me have to run out and buy it day one. Yeah, like, from I was, a store. I had no intent... Uh, and playing it like the multiplayer stuff looks stupid i thought the stuff from ea uh, for e3 last year looked dumb and then the way i heard people talking about it i was like okay let me go to my shady key reseller website and buy this for 42 dollars or something like that Dude, it is so good and on so many levels like there, there's there's some things that are so good and then there's some things that are so bad that they and they kept it and it makes me so happy. Like just the uh, you know, the just way the, the the fact that your name is just Doom Marine. I mean, <laughs> your name is Do- like Bob Doom Marine, and uh, you know, like there's so many obvious like that's a hero and that's a villain and just it, it looks like you know like a fourth grader's uh, college notebook. You know what? I, or a, a high school. This is like this is the Doom game that David Jaffe would make if David Jaffe was yes. a, a decent designer. Exactly. Oh. Like it's, it's like there's not enough pentagrams and blood splatter. Put some more over there, but it all looks great because like the, the just the engine that renders it and all that is fantastic. Dude, I uh, I put it. I okay. So I, I put it on 4K mode and switched over to the Vulcan API, and it, it this game is still like lightning fast. I don't think yeah. they need. Whoever like optimized this game needs to show up at um, every other studio. <laughs> yeah, no, right. <laughs> but it, it, it uh, you know, and so just the the changes that they made to the game. So they kept all the classic villains. They kept all of the classic weaponry for the most part. They reinvented sort of like the chainsaw and the the BFG to work as uh, differently, and it makes sense and it feels good in the game like it feels tactical and strategic and there's a reason to switch weapons yeah the, um, the thing is you would play this game and you would say oh that is that is very much a sequel to doom 2 and then but it's a, it's also feels modern as fuck like oh, it, it feels yeah incredible. it feels modern. like it's learned over the last 20 years since doom 2 came out you know and the thing is and i know we used to say this all the time but i felt like that game it, it respected my time oh god yes Right, because like, there's all those secrets, but it, you can find them, and it lets you find them. It's not these esoteric puzzles where it's like press on the fourth brick on the third wall, and then five minutes later a door opens up in a different part of the. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, dude, that's so the opposite of Mirror's Edge. That's constantly just trying to distract you into doing things that are totally not fun. Right. 
Oh, um, dude, yeah, so they, 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 I don't know, man, they fucking found fucking Maxwell Silver Hammer there and the, the perfect so, formula for this thing. So here's, here's what I'm concerned about, right? So they brought back Wolfenstein and Wolfenstein was amazing. Yes. They brought back Doom and Doom is amazing. I have no interest in playing the Doom multiplayer though. And I, I, I haven't definitely... tried it. I'm, I am interested in, in more story DLC. If I don't, it comes I don't think they have any planned. If I don't know. And then they announced a new Quake and I think that's a multiplayer focus. Yes. Thing, right. Yeah. So I, but I want. I want like Commander Keen. I want the sequel to Quake Two. I think I think Quake. The or Quake I want the get, sequel to Quake One. I think the Quake we're gonna get is the sequel to Quake Arena in a lot of ways because that was really the oh yeah it's gonna pinnacle. be it's probably gonna be free to play and there's skins and yeah. we're living a post Overwatch world. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um. <laughs> I should talk. I started playing Paragon. Um. Of course you did. Of course you did. It was a. It was a whim. I don't know. You cuz it's cuz you're a Cliffy B mark, man. Dude, for what it's worth, okay. Well, all right. So Doom is great. Play Doom. I've been like bouncing between games for a while now because without Game Club and without the show, I've had no focus. So I've entrenched in a couple of games and then like I just keep adding new games without getting rid of other ones What and like, what I'm mech combat now. game are you playing right now? I'm not doing any mech combat, but Hawken is coming to to the consoles now. I just have my I just have my gaming PC hooked up to my television. So right. unless it's see, th- there aren't even going to be mo- any more Xbox exclusives. The right. only console I really need is the PS4, and I loaned it to a friend like five months ago. I <laughs> mean, um, there's a lot coming out for the uh, the Xbox One too that I kind of want. Dude, but, this um, this is uh this well, but it's all coming to PC too. No, I know, and you know, I was a uh, dude. Horizon Three. Oh shit! I'm going oh in a different God. direction. I'm going to say uh, Inside oh. is going to be very uh, relevant for me to play. It's oh yeah, out already it's on Steam now too. Yeah, um, you know, I, I so I've been playing like I haven't played too many story driven games. I played uh, Second Banner Saga, which I loved um, because I loved the first one anyway. Uh, and and I played Doom, and then I was sort of like in between moving and, and business and shit like that. I didn't have time to play a whole lot, and I've just been playing like I've been playing fucking MOBAs. Okay, you're the MOBA, bro. Well, so and I hate myself for it. I absolutely hate myself for it. And you know what? I'm actually good at them, dude. I'm playing that more. Um, I'm playing idle games. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. I play idle games now. Uh, you know, like the clickers. Yeah, yeah. Like I like uh, my favorite one is is was it Hero Clickers? Did, yeah, uh, Clicker like Heroes a, and Adventure Capitalist. It's like, I don't even know you anymore. I don't even know me, man. I don't even know me. Oh, man. I just got a notification that a 960 gig SSD is about to be on sale for less than I just paid for my 960 gig. Man. On Prime Day? Prime Day. I hate Prime I Day. I forget one of those. Um, it's yeah, 100, 100, uh, 165 bucks for a 960 uh, gig. That's close. I, I still want a two terabyte, though. Just stop it. Just um, buy two of them, yeah, they, and put them in one. Like you I, could, I know, I know, you could fit eighty SSDs in a, in a tower. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Well, the, 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 not only that, they have the SSDs, and now they have the PCI SSDs. Yeah, I hear those are a little wonky. Yeah, but I mean that's just because they're new. Like they'll get there, I think. Yeah. Um. Dude, so, dude, like I've 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 been bouncing through all these different games. I still play Hearthstone. Uh, I started playing Paragon like two days ago. Um, I don't know whether to love it or hate it. Like, there's something... 
I actually, it's gorgeous. Like, it's is it free to play? Gorgeous. Yes, it's an absolutely gorgeous game, but the character design is so boring. It's the most boring, uninspired, bullshit MOBA characters. And I don't know what happened with MOBAs, but something about like League of Legends and the fact that like a lot of these games just have to add. 400 characters to the roster for people to care like i don't I, you know there's, there's something like where they just push characters out um that you you wind up with like a lot of like just generic here's here's gun guy he's guy with guns he shoots things and his abilities are about shooting and then here's a mage who's also the same as gun guy but oh his man. Is magic it just occurred to me i'm super sorry for calling you a cliffy b mark because i just re- re- realized that paragon is a post post cliffy b epic project it is. it's an epic it's an epic uh his his lame ass game a, is called epic Lawbreakers. Oh, yes, but yeah, with a different MOBA. Uh, it, Dude, uh, so we didn't talk about this at PAX East this year. I think there was like maybe twelve different MOBAs, maybe twelve. And and like I'll admit, I actually started playing one after that con, but I only started playing it because it offered something different than the other MOBAs. In that it was a mobile MOBA. It was only on uh, iOS and Android. The only thing I walked away from the last PAX thinking was. Man, I need to take some time off of packs. Yeah, last year, this year was not good. I'm gonna be so, honest. That's that. It's, it hurts for me to say that. Although Pax South was really good, Pax East was sort of just. It's getting to Comic Con at this point. Pax West, I guess they're calling it now. Uh, they don't want to call it Prime to offend you, rest of the country people. Um, you you is, Easties, you Easties is. Uh, man, it's so it's so stressful. Oh, it's so intense. So I've decided this year I'm gonna. So I bought full full four day things, obviously, because like you'd be crazy not to. Right. I'm gonna just sell my Friday and Saturdays for huge markups, uh, and I'm gonna go on the easy days. I'm gonna go like Sunday night and Monday, maybe. Yeah, get that bank, bro. Well, I don't know. I think like anybody who's into video games really deserves to get ripped off at this point. (laughs) And you're gonna be the guy who does it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much I'm joking right now. Uh, we'll see when the con rolls around. I do really look forward to someday somebody from Gamergate like stumbling upon this podcast, hearing me say that that people don't deserve video Gamergate. games. Gamergate, remember that? That's a thing. Remember yeah, that? And, the, and then they and like, they were so successful my... in their journey. <laughs> look how much they, change. In many ways, they were. Well, I mean, uh, I actually think that the Trump candidacy might be directly related to to uh, Gamergate slowly eroding the fabric of our society. Here, let me pull down uh, this proge- <laughs> projection screen that has red red yarn tied to things. Um, yeah, that's well, the one all I thing. know is we probably just wound up on a list. Well, I mean, I probably talked about this on the old iteration of our show, but like. I could get out there and be like talking shit about these people and I'll do my thing where I like respond once and then uh, block. Turns out respond once and mute is the way to go because block, then they know they won. Uh, Mute, they're just screaming into the void. Yeah. Uh, But like I told you, I have a a female friend who tried a similar tactic and they doxed her. Yes. So, yeah. I have have a a former coworker who was swatted by them. Swatted? Uh, Well, her her mother was swatted. Yep. I remember us talking about this. Yes, horrible. Yes. Uh, and on that note, <laughs> yes, way to end the, the the reunion show, the, the the Renaissance show. What are we calling this? The return. The return. Yeah, episode one twenty eight. The return. The return. Um, um, dude, yeah, I, I just want to like before we kind of really wrap things up. I really got to give a shout out to uh, to our buddy Harold Price. 
Uh, oh yeah, I miss. Her. I I need to link up with him because he's been trying to get me on a show for a while, and like I just yeah, haven't had the, I haven't had the time or anything to talk about because I've and been we'll like we'll, we'll get him news. on here at one of these points. I uh I just he was so the the I have a new podcast project uh, with people well with Alex O'Neill and then uh, this guy Tyler Treese and the three of us sort of like connected on an episode of H Bomb and Friends, mm-hmm. and so Harold is like a li- I think he's a little worried about what's coming out from us. Like I think he's a little worried that we're like leaving him out of something. But when this premieres, he is he'll understand why he'll understand right. Everybody will understand. Um, everybody will understand. Nobody is gonna want to listen to this except for everybody. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll we'll pimp it here when it happens with yeah, our massive our, audience on our next episode, whenever that is. Yeah, so let's talk about that just so we can close this out. Um, we don't know what our schedule is going to be at this point. We both work. You got a kid. I mean, you you just had this opportunity because uh, wifey and child are away, correct? Yes. Taking in that that lovely Jersey sun. Uh, yeah, actually, oh, so here's a fun fact. I will be, uh, do you, do you want to get dinner with us Thursday night in New York City? Are you going to be around Thursday night? Yeah, yeah. I uh, would love to if I'm available. I don't even know what the hell's going on Thursday Shake night. Shake Shack, how about Shake Shack up by, uh, up by the museum? We could do that. There's a Shake Shack, um, uh, half a mile away from my house now. Yeah, that's on, that's in Queens. I know. Uh, um, sure. So, hey, yeah, next time, we don't know, we're not going to have a regular schedule. We're not going to, like, set things in stone. We're not going to have a regimented, um, uh format you know so just formats like are for suckers is what we're saying formats are for suckers. hey you could get two episodes in one week you could get two episodes in a month who could say who could say it's a mystery wrapped in a rizzle, riddle wrapped in a, a, a pudding wrapped in licorice <laughs> black <laughs> licorice so nobody will ever find it oh, <laughs> nobody will ever it. eat it that's black my jam ew I need, I need i need that anise flavor Oh God! It tastes like anus. Did we ever do a bit about that? I, I feel like I. I'd, if we maybe, haven't, there will be. Maybe that's real life. Cool. So with that, I'm Fred Earhart. That's I'm John, John Anderson. Anderson. And, uh, we'll, see, we'll see you whenever. Touch the shark. Touch the shark. Touch the shark.